jam, bam. And you say, God damn, this is a dope jam. I'm broad, I'm broad, I'm broader than Broadway. Join me, won't you? Yes, I'm broad, said I'm broad. You know the words, I said I'm broader than Broadway, and you are too. And I'm diddling, 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 diddling myself. And it feels so good. Your sauce will mix with ours, and we'll make a good goulash, baby. Oh yeah, what time is it? It's time for Get Wood with Jess Thank you, 37 seconds of singing to warm me up. Hi, lovers. Hello. Hello, lovers. And welcome to another week of Get Wood. Hi, lovers. Hi. Welcome. Um, Listen, if you're on video, if you're watching the video, you see that I have a different uh, setup in the background than I usually do because, I, I don't know, I'm trying it from different angles. You know, life... Let's have a little excitement. Let's change it up a little. It's like changing the furniture in my room, you know? Thank you. Um, I'm wearing another hat today. I'll be wearing hats like a man who hates his hairline as long as I have to, uh, to stop me from touching it. I know. Again, like a man, I can't keep my hands off myself. <laughs> I have told you about how I masturbate like a man. I've talked to you guys about this before, right? You humans, you witches and warlocks out there. I do. I masturbate like a man. Now, we're family. We can talk about this. Um, I do. Although, not like this. I wouldn't feel a thing. This is some bullshit. And if you're just on video... I'm whacking the air. And why is it then when ladies make big dicks, we make our dicks, when we have a fake dick that we're acting out, man, we make it big. Woo! We're like, nya And actually, I have to scooch a little closer to the camera because my, um, well, for lack of better words, my gunt, my fupa, it's very, uh, my fat vagina, it's very prominent during other tapings of this delicious and delightful show. And I just, I'm focused on it. Imagine how other people feel. Let's get that vagina, I mean, let's put it to some use for Christ's sake. Don't just blow it up in the middle of your show. So anyway, speaking of gunts and fupas, I hate those words. Let's be honest. Let's fucking talk about it. We talk about it. We don't, we're not afraid. We're going to talk about a lot that goes into shaming women. It's not a new concept. It's as old as time. It's a tale as old as time. Um, Yeah. So the gunt, that's the gut above the cunt, if you don't know. (laughs) So fucking sad. And mean, just mean, cruel. The fuck is that? Ladies have babies too. And that's, where the, you can't lose when you had a child and then there's a, the muscle gets, I don't know the science of it, but you fucking know. And also, as you get older, little, little pooch, little, little pooch, a pooch. But see, this is how bad things are compared to the 90s. I am going to bring up the 90s again. Suck it. Okay. A little movie called Pulp Fiction. I want the pot. A very sexy character in Pulp Fiction, Italian girl, young, lovely Bruce Willis's girlfriend. I don't have to remind you. She wanted what? A pot. A pot belly. Yes, she did. 
I want a pot. But when he said, you already have one, she was like, shut up. I don't have a pot. You know what I mean? Like, let us have it. Let us, let us have something, you know? The fucking gunt. And then the fupa, ahem, fat above the pussy, or what is it? Fat upper pussy area. <laughs> okay, what? Again, so cruel, so mean. Mm. Who made these up? Mm, looking at you dudes. Okay, because I only say this, and maybe it's ladies. Maybe ladies hate on ladies. When we do, we're trained to do that too. Yeah. I love you, sisters. I just want to tell you, whatever your body looks like, whatever your skin looks like, whatever your eyes look like, whatever your feet look like, I love you. Doesn't matter. Fuck's sakes. Okay. So that, oh, you didn't know that. Well, it's a delightful thing. So I, so I bring up the fupa and the gunt because I did scooch in a little, but not as much. I mean, you can still, if you'd like a little shot of it, there you go. I lean in. I lean into it. I, I accept who I am sometimes, most of the time. I practice. Let's all practice together. So what do men have that is equivalent to the fupa or the gunt? Nothing. You know what they have? Dad bod. <laughs> oh my God, he's so cute. He has like a dad bod. He's like squishy. He's like comfy. He's like huggable. He's like, yeah, he's this little chunky chonkerson. Like, you know what? How about we're allowed as well? Huh? I mean, it doesn't have to be so extreme all the fucking time, but let's just cool it with the, hey man, cool it with with the mean words i mean seriously folks that's all folks bugs bunny all right let's get to some comedy shall we speaking of bugs bunny you know who i find hilarious and i do have a story about him for you so i'm so glad you're here do you enjoy john lovitz as much as i enjoy john lovitz acting i imagine you do and I want to say he came on, <laughs> that sounds dirty. He was a guest on Howard Stern as, and he came as George Santos. Excuse me. I'm trying to wave at my friend. He came on as George Santos, as the liar, as George Santos, because yes, well, of course I was. Well, I was going to be president. That's right. President. And I'm also dating uh, Emily Ratajkowski. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, it was all just, it was Georgia. And I've never been a drag queen. That's right. That's the ticket. You know? And so, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So, John Lovitz as George Santos as the liar on Howard Stern show. Fucking fabulous. But then Howard is interviewing him. Now I want to talk to you a little about his interview, not only because I fucking adore the guy, but because do you know that uh, he got on Saturday Night Live before Phil Hartman did, and then he told, that was not a fart. I'm doing the... <laughs> It's the, it's the chair. You know how you have to do the chair squeak over and over if you're with people and, and it sounded like you farted and you're like, no, that was a chair. chair. Okay. So he 
was on SNL before Phil Hartman, but he got Phil Hartman on there. Phil Hartman didn't want to go to on Saturday Night Live. He didn't care. He was in the Groundlings and the improv troupe having a great old time. And how did he get into the improv troupe, the Groundlings? He didn't want to be in that either. Oh, Phil Hartman, genius motherfucking love you. Praise up. Bless up. Pour a little out. Fucking Hartman. Okay. He didn't even care about the Groundlings. He didn't care about the SNL, but he was at the Groundlings to see a friend of his. He went to see a friend perform at the Groundlings improv troupe in Hollywood. And in between the, like in intermission, Phil Hartman is up on stage doing motherfucking improvisation. Improvisation. On stage at the Groundlings, just fucking around like, oh, that looked fun. Maybe I'll go up and do some of that in between. The audience is absolutely losing their mind. So everybody from the Groundlings, they come out and they're like, hold on. Who the hell is making the audience laugh so hard here? We didn't even get those laughs during our sketches during, you know, the Groundlings people. And they see Phil Hartman on stage killing it. Okay, so he gets into the Groundlings. Then John and with you know and John Lovitz and he become really really close friends. Now he's a I think he said like nine or eleven nine or ten or eleven years older than Lovitz. At, okay, so Hartman uh, is like Lovitz's big brother. He says he he looks up to him and. Let's back up the timeline just a tad because I want to tell you about a movie that Mama L was in and a girl that you might know who was a, just a, a slight teenage girl with no tattoos before the tattoos after the shooting, but before the tattoos. Okay. It's a movie called The Last Resort. I couldn't tell you the maybe 89. I don't even remember because I was a kid. So it's a movie, The Last Resort. It's, there was another movie that came out around the same time called Club Paradise, which was like Robin Williams and all the songs were like Jimmy Cliff songs. But, but The Last Resort was the OG and it has Charles Grodin, John Lovitz, Phil Hartman, Mama L. Okay. And it's like a vacation thing gone bad. Okay. So that's really, that's the whole story of the, of the last resort. And of Club Paradise is like a vacation thing gone bad. Oh, and Sandy, you know, AKA Axe Murder, my mom's boyfriend that we, I grew up with. He is also in this movie, The Last Resort. Now, listen, I don't know how my mom always booked movies that were called something last. Wasn't it Last Starfighter? Wasn't that another movie that she was in? Isn't that what it's called? The Last Starfighter? The Last Resort? <laughs> okay. So Phil Hartman and John Lovitz and my mama and me. I'm an extra in the background. Did I have to take my shirt off a couple times? Yes. Did they tape my little teenage boobies? Yes. Is it inappropriate to have a teenager on set with boobies taped? Yes. Was it the 80s? <laughs> yes. Okay. So a woman called Zane Busby directed The Last Resort. Yes, a woman director in the 80s. <laughs> and let's talk about Zane Busby's acting credit. Up in Smoke. 
You know it. I know it. We love it. Cheech and Chong. What's not to love? Okay, Yeska, the van, it's all made of weed, but they don't know, right? Up in Smoke. Okay, so if you watch Up in Smoke, and well, if you know it, the two hippie chicks that they pick up um, in their weed van on the way to back to uh, Hollywood, the two chicks that they pick up, one is like blonde with like big titties, and the other one's got like long hair, and it's parted in the middle, and she's all, hey man, I've got these lewds, and then um, Cheech is like, or Tong is like, oh, you got lewds? And she's all, no, I don't got any lewds, man. And she also tells that story in the van where she's all, uh, what's the guy's name where she tells the story about fuck fuck me tony fuck me honey fuck me tony and then chong gets out of the van and the whole line of people in hollywood clap because the girls take them to the to hollywood to the contest for the rock and roll show if you don't know fucking up and smoke go watch it for christ's sakes okay Zane Busby is the hippie chick from Up in Smoke, and she directed The Last Resort with Mama L and John Lovitz and Phil Hartman, and who else was in it? Charles Gordon. Mario Van Peebles was in this movie. They go back. Okay. <clears throat> so, John Lovitz, the other, last week, being interviewed on Howard Stern, talked about the Charles Grodin movie and, and finding out and he was on SNL while filming this movie. And when we were filming this movie, it was out in Catalina. Alex, thank you, Shauna. Alex, Alex, I knew one of you would fucking know. <laughs> one of you Cheech and Chongers. Alex, I, yeah, I didn't know your name was Alex, man. And you know, shout out to the wolf, AKA the pirate, AKA Maymay. Uh, he and I used to do all day long. We did uh, up in smoke lines. Like he used to call Donna. He used to call me Donna, and I'd be like, "Shut up!" You know, he'd call me Donna, Donna, and uh, you know, always with the. Uh, uh... <laughs> anyway, so uh, we were. So he mentioned it on. So John Lovitz on Howard Stern mentions the Last Resort. I, it, it brings all these memories back to me as a teenager. It was filmed, we filmed it on Catalina Island, which is just an island off of California. And it's, um, <laughs> we filmed it out there and they put us up, it was on the other side of the island, not the side where it's populated, but the side that was an old boys camp. So we all stayed in like these cabins and then every night we had food and we would go meet in the dining you know, I fucking forget what it, you know, the, the hall, the dining hall or whatever. Cut to the end of every meal at dinner, who would get up and do scenes for us of improv that we would call out ideas for? Motherfucking John Lovitz and Phil Hartman. Are you kidding me? My life. I've had a real adventure in this life. Good grief. They were doing it right in front of us. Like, I could touch them. So... Whew, that was a big memory for me this week. Thanks for hanging out with me for half the show on that. Listen, I also wanted to talk to you a lot. Remember, I was talking about shame. Now that that didn't we uh, that was just the '80s and a great movie. So if you can rent The Last Resort, 
rent The Last Starfighter and see Mama L. And then you'll see little blonde me. You'll see my naked back in a couple of scenes in The Last Resort. Very risque for a child. Anyway, uh, let's all uh, let's talk about your period, shall we? I wore red today in, in um, celebration of it because we have been having such a, a talk about shame. Oh, my God goddess we are the whole world really uh not the first people not the people of the nation this first nation people of the you know where i just came from which is weird when i was in new mexico how are they how are there going to be people protesting in front of the planned parenthood in new mexico i was like hold the hold the phone here we like women we're matriarchal society well we i say we i want to include myself in the indigenous tribes because Hold the fucking phone, you Christian Catholic fuck. Get out of here, you white washer colonializer. Get the goddamn out of here. Get your hands out of my fucking uterus, please. Thank you so much. Anyway, all this, all this shame. I, I did, I hashtagged on the, when I was promoting the show, I hashtagged talc and talcum powder. Uh, and a friend of mine asked me, why did you hashtag talc, Jess? And I said, because unfortunately it's been giving ladies cancer in the puss for a real long time. And nobody really knew until just a short time ago. And yeah, cancer in the puss ain't good. That's a terrible thing. And why, why did we, how did that come about? Well, because we were, we're told that we are stinky and disgusting. And so we put, <laughs> plain and simple, Ew, 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 ew to you. So powder it out. Powder it up. Powder your panties. Powder your puss. Powder it fucking up because we'd rather have a cancerous um, asbestos. It's actually what they do, how they uh, insulate homes. Yeah, they put some of that in there, which means the pussies are stronger. I learn about how, how strong pussies are every single day. I get a new take on how strong our shit is. Like, wait, we keep houses warm? Of course we do. <laughs> oh, anyway, hmm. asbestos in our puss, so we can then use our. Just stand against the wall, and you'll you'll insulate the place. Thanks, Grandma. Um. So, yeah. So talc, cancer. Wow, linked to cancer. Another thing linked to cancer. Those pills that they told us to take to only bleed twice a year. Remember those? Remember the old pills that were like. You, ew, bleeder. Again, with the shame on the bleeding, you know? Get that, stop it, you know? And I had questions. And if you know me, you know I had these questions. And I asked them from stage a lot. First question, if I'm only bleeding a couple times a year, where does all the blood go? Oh my gosh. And secondly, uh, when I do finally bleed, where do they put me? In a padded room somewhere? You know, padded, sponsored by Always. And uh, when, I'm, when I'm not bleeding and I have all that blood in me, what's going on? Do I just have a huge left foot that I'm dragging around like, pay no attention to the blood foot. That's my left foot. That's the storage foot. At a point in the year, I shall drain the foot in a padded 
room. Thank you so much for understanding. But at least I ain't putting no period blood out on my pussy for, for you to be, because you, I, I know y'all get weird from that. You know what? I don't care. I use pads, 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 pads. And you know what I get mad at pad people for? Because the pad people, they put a little wipey in there. It's like, wipe it up. I'm peeing. I'm wiping. I don't need a freshen, a fresher. So anyway, very angry. So thinks panties decided to tell us, hey, ladies, just bleed right into it. Just bleed right into us. It's all organic. We're going to be fine. It's all approved by all the organic product people. Come on in and bleed. Just bleed into these panties. It's going to be fine. And they had all these pictures of all these lovely ladies just bleeding into their panties on the subway. And everybody was like, look at that. Maybe I don't need to have any shame about it. Maybe I can just bleed into my fucking panties like a regular, just normal, just, hey, can I just, can I just live? It's like breathing, you know, bleeding, breathing. Same shit. You want to close that down for me? Thanks. No thanks. Thanks. And no thanks. Now there's all these lawsuits against the thanks. Because why? Because it was not FDA approved. It was not organic refreshments. It was real bad for you. Because why? What are they doing? Again, I have questions. What's this absorbent material? Like I'm saying like, what is so absorbing, absorbent, I don't even, I can't even pronounce that word in my own voice, in another voice, in an, I can't even, stop giving us cancer in our poop, in our, as my aunt would say, by poopyakis. My aunt calls it the poopyaki. You think she has a lot of shame around it? I mean, what the fuck is going on? Poopyaki? Why would you say something like that? I interviewed women about what they called it. It. Her. I like the Burchina. What do you call it? What did you grow up hearing it called? Oh, my goodness. I interviewed a girl and she said, well, I, uh, my mom called it my middle. Ah! First of all, if it's in your middle, that's probably... There's probably something, wait a second, is, are you okay? And then another girl said, well, we were supposed to never touch our pee-pee, but wash our pee-pee, but how do you wash your pee-pee without touching your pee-pee? You see how confused we could all be about what's happening with us naturally and how much power we have? We give life, motherfuckers. So they're like, don't you dare, you know? And yet they want to diddly, 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 diddly upon us. And just, hmm. I just, I can't, mm. vagina. Yeah, a lot of people, I think, are scared of the word vagina. People say, ew, I just said the word vagina. Like, people hate, uh, people hate the word moist. People hate the word panties, moist panties. Forget about it. Now, me, maybe it's my generation I'm from, but God damn, if there's a pair of moist panties around, that's what, I'm ready for you, daddy. Anyway, not daddy, not dad, not your dad. God damn. Damn it, the trauma comes up once in a while, friends. And you can't, what are you going to do? The triggers, the traumas. And you know what I read this week that I, I pass to a lot of my friends, and I really try and practice it these days. Triggers are not people. Triggers, hey, girl. Triggers are not people. Triggers are triggered by things that people might do, but they're not the people. And we are responsible for healing. 
<laughs> our own triggers. I know I had a problem breathing right there because I got scared. <sighs> triggers. I always like to blame other people is what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I always make other people responsible for my shit. And that's not real. That's not right. And, and I don't, and I take shit personal and I fucking blame other people. And these are the practices that I do. These are the practices that I do. Um, Hey, did I show you my beautiful Jewish star earring, star of David earrings that my auntie gave me for my birthday? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, you know, mm, let's all just practice being kind to ourselves because the thing is when triggers come up, you feel like, ah, like you're instantly transported into that place again where it was unsafe or, uh, you know, usually unsafe anyway. I'm here to say if I can do it, you can do it too. Why do I sound like Macy Gray right there? I hope I did. I hope I did. Hey, have you ever slept on a bed or another person's pillow or like a, a like a couch or something like where someone else has slept and then you go and sleep there and mm, you can't sleep because you take on like the shit. It's funny that you just came up in here, Miss Retro. I this is this has happened to me a couple times now where I have taken like someone just recently gave me a new pillow. It was a brand new pillow that they had, but they had slept on it for some, you know, a week or two. And then I I went to sleep on her. I was like, ah, <laughs> I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. And I was like, I'm not anxious like this. Who's, whose anxiety do I have? And then I was like, oh, it's their energy. Exact Mundo Fonzarelli. Oh, rest in peace, Cindy Williams, aka Shirley of Laverne and Shirley. Oh, oh, up there with my godfather, Squigmon. Um, lastly, about the crotch. Uh, there's a super strain, you guys, I just want to talk to you really fast about this super strain of gonorrhea that's out there. Anyone who's fucking, who's single in this chat, I don't know, there's a few, there's a couple married people, a couple single people. Anyways, um, wrap that shit up, babes. Wrap it up like you have never wrapped it up before. Please, for God's sakes, when they're, okay, when I lived in Los Angeles, they had billboards that 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 had a tsunami wave on it and then underneath it said syphilis tsunami and no one paid attention i don't think because now they're not even making billboards anymore they're just putting it on the news like you could die you have to go into the hospital and get hooked up to an iv and they don't have a bed for you boo boo because there's still a fucking pandemic and all kinds of weird respiratory and babies getting shit Keep yourself healthy is what I'm saying. Wrap that shit up. And listen, the boys are going to tell you like, oh, I don't feel anything. Well, then you're really not going to feel anything when you're not fucking me. You know what I mean? Anyway, and people want to take pride in it. Like they want to take pride in it. Well, I don't, I don't wear a condom. I don't wear a condom. Well, motherfucker, you're, guess what the next thing you're going to, big S on your chest for super super gonorrhea to the rescue and not to the rescue to the fucking bed and to the death of you because we didn't pay attention when the syphilis was here again and now the gonorrhea is here and it's super and it won't pay attention to any of those antibiotics that you say oh i'll just take some penicillin no you won't bitch you'll die from your dick ew ew so don't get any of those dirty dicks up in you please babies i love you so much please be careful out there just wrap it up Anyway, why am I yelling at you? Um, listen, I am going to be on such a fun show. You know, I always like to talk about other people's shit on here. So 
I'm very excited to say that I'm going to be on the um, uh, Keith and the Girl show again. Yeah, Keith and the Girl. It's Hamda and Keith, and I'm going to be on this show. And they're doing a 24-hour marathon podcast marathon. Now, if you're not following them already, I would suggest you follow them. They're a lot of fun. They always have uh, great comedians on from New York City and and around the world and uh they're always doing some funny things they have some silly stuff on their channel and so anyhow i'm really excited that i get to go on um sunday and it'll be 11 a.m to 12 p.m but that's eastern time so that's going to be a little early for my people over there maybe uh you know eight I can't remember what it is. Anyway, so I'm beyond that, Keith and the Girl, this weekend. So hopefully some of y'all can uh, check it out. The last thing that I want to leave you with is um, a a little TV, because, you know, I like to talk about TV stuff. So uh, a little TV recommendation for me. Oh, hey, see, uh, I'm going to be splitting in a couple minutes. But I wanted to leave you with this. And it's it was a very, okay, I'll just talk about it. Kai the Hatchet Wheeling Hitchhiker. Did you watch it? Did you watch Kai the Hatchet Wheeling Hitchhiker? Because you should. It's a it's a study in how we as Americans in our society decide just quicker under a minute, I I'm gonna say, who we should celebrate and who we need to make our heroes and who and also at the same time who we need to make our villains. So uh Kai the hatchet wielding hitchhiker <laughs> is always oh, just a lovable guy who hits a guy with a hatchet a couple times to save the day one one time. But really it's an unclear uh, kind of situation but it's a very wild story and what I got from it, my takeaway was here we are stuck in the grid, in the, in the matrix. I know, listen, I'm not even a fan of that movie. I don't really even know that movie. I'm not really saying it's that movie, but here we are, we're fucking stuck in it. So now we're going to make a hatchet wielding hitchhiker, a hero in seconds. Like, we're just, oh, I want to marry Kai. Oh, Kai is my fucking dude. You know what I mean? And then Little do we know, but we kind of do know because there's a longer interview with Kai. And I got to tell you, I knew. Look at his eyes. He's got them crazy Kai eyes. So you can't. I just think it's a great documentary to watch on account of America. Fucking we're like, yay. And then we're like, boo. You know, we're just so we're like men on a balcony on Bourbon Street. Have you ever walked down Bourbon Street in New Orleans as a woman? Uh, If you've got even a small amount of titty, um, men from the balconies, oh, they're, 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 they're tempting you with their plastic beads, which you can fucking buy for $7 for like 3,000 of these beads. So it's really cheap and stupid, but they will they will fucking finger you in the, well, they're not fingering you on Bourbon Street. Maybe that would be a little better, but they're, they, they see you and they, and they yell at you. They're, like they would yell at me today, red shirt, red shirt. And if I didn't show titties for beads, you know what they would do to me after that? I walked by, boo, boo. So I feel that America is like drunk men on a balcony 
on Bourbon Street. Okay, fight me. I'll meet you at the flagpole after school. Okay? Speaking of fighting, ooh, Saul. Oh, you better follow Saul Comedy. You better watch. <laughs> he does. Oh, what the fuck is the name of the goddamn show? Fuck, fuck, fuck. It's like fight. They talk about the fights and they and they comment on fights and it's so fucking funny. I'll put a I'll put their thing on the thing. Cause damn it, it's so funny. I don't know if he's still here. Anyway, um, I love you guys so much. I I'm gonna go now. <laughs> I think we've had our our time together has been lovely uh it's so nice we've had this time together uh anybody get that go get a colonoscopy um the thing that i like to leave you with is please be kind to yourself be kind to others just practice it for fuck's sakes i'm not trying to be pollyanna i get violently angry on the subway don't teach your child how to read in front of me i don't give a fuck if it knows how to say apple like i don't give it don't look at me white lady because that's who it fucking is you know i hate on my own people because my mom i blame my mom anyway you know jesse stop blaming your mother for things jesse your mother gave you a, a quite a cultured outlook on life okay whoa <laughs> she got a little angry with me there at the end anyway listen if you can please fucking share the they're coming for me share the goddamn show it's it's a great show it's free what do we have to do to to get these numbers up for fuck's sakes you guys <laughs> like get mad i don't really have to get mad but you know if you would share it, like people go, how come more people don't know about your show? Motherfucker, have you shared it? <laughs> I love you. Love you, goddess. Thank you so much. I, You know, we didn't get a fucking photo. I want photos with everyone all the time. I feel like an ass, uh, an ass wipe. Ass wipe? No, I feel like a child, childlike, because I really want to take photos with everyone all the time. Um, oh, shout out to Tony, who I met at Grand Central yesterday, who took pictures of me and my auntie together. If you see a black and white photo up in my stories on IG, you know uh, I tagged Tony. That was so sweet. I really enjoy those uh, photos. And he's really a great photographer and a content creator. Ow. All right. Love you so much. And love you. That's all. Really. Can I stop? I, I have to stop you guys. This is enough already. <laughs> oh man i'm i'm leaving now but i just adore you it was a fun show share it oh why do i seem constipated i love you oh you know what i'm gonna say uh before i go bookie b rest in peace you know what he would say um he would say uh let me stress you out real quick let me stress you out real quick tag five friends and share the show let me stress you out real quick i feel like he just came through and and told me to say that to y'all so Thanks, Bugs. I love you. Rest in peace, baby. Pour a little out. Love you, love you, love you. Bye. Goodbye, Jesus. Yes, they go now.